like you take forever to start it. <laughs> Every just... time. Just welcome to Cool Hip Parents, the podcast. That's it. Oh, you're not going to introduce yourself? To I'm Brandon. And I'm Amira. And this is the Cool Hip Parents, where we are neither cool nor hip nor parents. We're parents. Wait. Wait. We're just the other two parts. We really were not as much as we would like to be. But we're parents. We have three. There's three minions upstairs um, of our home. Um, and they remind us every day that we're parents. They, they don't like to... Uh, let us forget. All right, Never right. forget. Random question. Yes. Rapid fire. Go ahead. What's the most embarrassing thing you ever had to get from a grocery store? <clears throat> that I ever had to get? Yes. Nothing. Oh. I'm a lady, so those lady things aren't embarrassing to me because I. Know oh, they're them. not embarrassing. That's not. They're mine. not embarrassing to you either. What's I know. What's funny is the most embarrassing thing was getting condoms. Oh. Do you know why? Do you know why? <laughs> oh, we're taking it there. Oh wait, yeah. No, 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 no. It's no, not forty. No, 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 no. no. We're fine. It's not forty p.m. I'm fine buying the condoms. I don't care. Okay. But I walked up to the front. This is in New Jersey. First time buying condoms in New Jersey. And she goes, don't hide them. Just show them out. I was like, ma'am, I'm just standing in line. Oh, my. I'm just hanging out. And this is the lady behind the counter. Oh. I'm like, I'm not in bed. And I'm like, hey, look, I have condoms. <laughs> Sweet. I don't care. Holmes. Beep. Like, get that. Let's get that popping. So it wasn't embarrassing or it was embarrassing because it was embarrassing that she did that. Okay. But it wasn't what? embarrassing to purchase it. No, it was just the lady. Okay. So you've never been embarrassed to purchase a thing. You asked me the question. Uh, but your question, your answer I just was told the you same. I was embarrassed. Okay. Then. Great. So I was embarrassed. That was a nice random thing. I like it. Yeah. We should just do another rapid fire question. <laughs> oh, no. What? You could be any animal, uh, real. Or fictional, what animal would you be? Unicorn. Are you crazy? Uh, no, unicorn. Because I could be a mermaid because I am a Pisces. But I, I want to be a unicorn. Oh, nice. Stab you. You know what mine is? A black unicorn, specifically. Okay. All right. Take it down. Sorry. <laughs> What's yours? Uh, Phoenix. Oh, that's nice. Because no matter how old I get, I'll just set myself on fire. <laughs> I'll peck you, come back like a, like a phoenix. And peck you right in the face. I'm like, I said, stop. That sound. That's a very energy type three thing to say. Forever. <laughs> that's a very energy type three thing to say. Like I'd be so old if like, Alana set me on fire. Dad, no, I love you. Trust me, just set me on fire. <laughs> hey, let the good times roll. Yeah, that's Back. that sounds right. I think we both picked pretty much what we what our inner spirits. And what our parenting style is in terms of in terms of mythical creatures. That's literally my style for life. Yeah, and that's oh, your parenting wrong? style. Burn it. Right. Start over. Start over. That's li that's how you parent our children, the total opposite of, of how I am. I'm just like, let's just be happy. Uh, I will poop glitter for you. I remember Alana fell on her bike and she's my like, hair. <laughs> I was like, Alana. Get up. She's like, uh oh. All right, just start over again. That's it. Yeah. Was it that bad? <laughs> no. There's blood everywhere. There's blood yeah. everywhere. What are we talking about tonight? Well, well, actually, I should preface to you guys. Number one. Preface. Oh, sorry. Pre preface. Uh, number one, thanks for joining us for episode six 
<laughs> Thanks for joining us, we're, guys. We're busting them out, y'all. And also, I mentioned this. I mentioned energy type. So for those of you who were like, "What is she talking? Is she a hippie? Like, is this a new age thing?" Um, yes, it is. No, it's yes, not you are a hippie. I am a hippie. That's true. Um, so we, like we 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 have this thing called energy types. Everybody in the world has them, and it's something that we use to parent our children, and something that we discovered about ourselves. And we were recently on a show. Um, about energy typing. Hi, Carol Tada. I love you, Carol Tada. I love you, Carol Tada. Um, so um, if you guys are not familiar with Miss Carol Tuttle and energy profiling, you totally should be. If you are a parent, it will change your world. It totally pissed me off when I read the Whoa, book. Whoa, language. I know. Sorry, I I gotta those, take it there. Those um, are two things for sorry, tonight. kids. Sorry, those two things for tonight. Um, <laughs> language. <laughs> Hello to our friend Tanya. Hey. Probably um, that book just completely changed our parenting style. Oh, it just changed the way I dress. No, it changed the parenting style too because you were parenting our kids like they were you, like how you would parent a little you, but only two of them are that. Only one of them is a little you. Yeah. And that's the girl, and you weren't parenting her like a little you at all. No, nah, I was parenting her like you a little were, you. Yes, you were, and she's nothing like me. So basically, oh, energy profiling is a really fun way to, um, and really important way to kind of figure out who you are, who your children are. We, we were able to type our son, our youngest one, as soon as he was born, which was really helpful. He's been quite the little type four child since but we knew what we were getting into that was that was the best part of it yeah i'm just waiting on him to ask somebody what's your name jack in the box oh he did that to you at the the kitchen table S small quick story friends we were at the kitchen table uh today no the other day oh we were okay. having dinner and then the baby's eating his food and he's staring at his dad and his dad is staring at him this is what they do to oh, each yeah. other <laughs> it's like it's the two alphas they have to fight it out <laughs> And then the this dad here sitting next to me starts doing a fake laugh to our baby, our almost four-year-old, who in turn does a fake laugh back to his dad saying, oh, we're playing this game. So then they're fake laughing to each other while the rest of us are looking at them like crazy people. And then they both stop. And then the baby says, okay, now what? Yeah. And I was like, that's... That's a bonding moment. That's my child right there. <laughs> Now what? Now what? Ooh, and you sassy. He was like, look, sir, we're going to play this game. Game over. Now what? That's yeah. that's our almost four-year-old this, this is what we will be dealing with. But we know how to deal with it because of Miss Carol Tuttle and um, the Child Whisperer book, which is awesome. So if you guys don't have the Child Whisperer book, you I highly suggest you get it. It's kind of like an encyclopedia. So you will be bringing it back out as your children grow. I actually bought it out tonight um, because we have sort of come to the decision that our daughter's a complete type three, not a secondary like her dad. Um, her dad's a complete type three. She's a complete type three. So I need to re review how to encourage my type three very dynamic very energetic daughter. You know what you should probably do? What? You should probably like 
give a bit of a background on the types so people know what you're <laughs> Oh, I was going to get to that. Yes. But I was right now you're like type three and they're like, what? That's what I'm If saying. I type the three, do you hit shift? <laughs> <laughs> Stop. That's what I was going to get to. I didn't want to, I didn't want to delve too much into it because I, you need to get the book. It's called the child whisperer. It's amazing. It's on Amazon. Um, but there are four types of people in the whole wide world. So there's a type one, there's a type two, type three, and a type four. So type ones are um, bubbly, light, bright, happy most of the time. We're content. We are content. I'm a type one. Um, and we just, we're the light of the party, not the life, because that's usually type three. We're the light of the party. So while we're there, it's just, it's, we put out this this feeling of people feel good when they're with us, and that's what that's what drives us in our life. So um, I'm the only type one in this house, but our Jack in the Box, okay, what now, little child? He's a secondary type one, so he is a four, very serious, and then he's serious about having fun, and he is. He and I have a great time together. Um, and then there's type two, who is our our oldest boy he's gonna be 13 and he's a type two so he's very sensitive um he's very accommodating to people he always wants to do for others he's very detailed in the things that he does if you don't give him details he will not do it right ever which i had to teach his dad because i'm a secondary too apparently um he needs details or else it is not gonna get done it's just not but he loves, he loves to love, which is nice. So that's a type two, sensitive, elegant. They move a little slower or they flow. They don't move slow, They're, they flow. They're really fun. Um, and then there's type three, which is this guy next to me. So if you're, huh? on, if you're on episode six of this podcast- You've been talking to me this whole time? <laughs> exactly. If you're on episode six of this podcast, you know what a type three is by now. I know what dude I am. They do things like that. Type three. They, like Carol said yesterday on the show, we were on her show. Yeah. She said, that's that guy over there looks like when he comes into the room, it's like a boom box. <laughs> and I was like, yes, ma'am, you are right. So type three people are full of energy. They're forward movement. They're very physical. Um, they like to get stuff done and they like, they want to get it done immediately. Like, like what, what do you need done? Fine, I'll go do it. That's what he is. The scene is about physicality. This is what he Where is. is it? All I have to do is say, this needs to get done. He's like, fine, I'm going. And then he goes and does it. He's like, what else? Anything else? And that's our daughter as well. She goes and does it. She did it to you twice tonight, I heard. What? She goes and does a thing. Dad tells her to go do a thing. She goes and does it. She comes back. She's like, anything else? Oh, that's so annoying. <laughs> I'm just like, welcome, ah. welcome to my world. You do it to me all the time. She used to do it when, when uh, for school. She's like, I did one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, six, seven, and eight pages. What else is there? I'm like, oh. Yeah. And now. Results <clears throat> driven. That's dealing, what you guys are. Dealing with her, I realized what I used to do in high school. Like, I never had any homework or anything. So I would do it in class. I'm like, what a Can I turn this in now? Like, what else are we doing? Yeah, results Boy. oriented. Be oriented. <laughs> Right. And then if it's not, if you don't give, if we don't give type threes enough to do, that's what happens. You get bored, you get defiant, you push back on things. <laughs> don't push me. 
And um, the worst thing you all can do is get bored. Like that's literally, if you all get bored, it's not going to be good. You're going to start yelling and kicking and doing all types of things. Um, Lisa from The Simpsons is a type three. <laughs> is she really? Yes. Hair. Nothing but angles. Yeah, I'm trying to think of her demeanor, though. But this is So she's a 3-4, or yeah, she's a 4-3. Uh, when she had to watch yeah. Bart. Like, yes, when she was in charge. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, Alana is uh, Lisa Simpson. And when she's Bart highly said, intelligent. I'm going to punch the air. Yes, and she's going to kick. And she was just going to kick. Yeah. And she won that fight. Of course. Like, you know. That's how that works. Um, okay, and then type, type 4, <laughs> finally, the final, the completion Type four, and I love type four because they are, they're very complete. So they see the big picture about everything. They're very black and white about everything. They like what they like and they hate what they hate. And yes, they will use the word hate. That's how you usually know that they are type four. So if you have a child that learns how to use that word very early on, that's an indicator that they might be a type four. Or if they are the pickiest of eaters, pretty much every child is a picky eater, but they will not dove away from the thing that they want until they are ready that's our that's our little one he would not eat chicken at all i put on his plate every time he's just like nope chicken gross and he would pick it up and take it off of his plate and put it on the actual table just to prove a point he does it now with pepperoni he's a military man he, he was a military, military meal exactly also if uh your child really likes the military they may be a type four. I thought that was interesting. Type fours like structure. They like office jobs. They like the regiment of a military type. So police officer, most police officers are type fours. Um, sometimes they're a mixture of four and one because you have to be personable to, for, to people. Police officers, like that's important. If they're not a mixture of one or they don't use their one very much, they tend to do things they're not supposed to do as police officers. They sell drugs. As No, not just sell drugs, like shoot people that shouldn't be shot. Um, so that was very interesting to learn. So there you go. Those are the four types. So um, I highly suggest you get the book though and read it. And as you're reading it, you're going to you're going to see your child. You're going to go. Oh my gosh, that's my that's my Joseph, or that's my Rebecca, and you, it's going to shock you, and it's going to make you sad, especially if your kid is a little bit older, because you're yeah. like, I missed out on all this time where I could have been nurturing them in the way that they really are, and it's going to make you sad because if you think you're a certain type, <laughs> you realize that the childhood you that you're reading in the book. Um, is the the real you and you've been living a lie your whole life you you know you're in your 30s or whatever um you get a little depressed just a little bit i got a little depressed and then i was like wait a minute you can't be you're a type one see you read it this is really you so start being happy and then you start to work through that journey it's amazing you're gonna love it and then when you're done you're gonna know what dude you are you will know you're it. the dude playing the dude, dude disguised as another dude, dude. Brandon really likes Tropic Thunder, you guys. You're not supposed to tell him. Yeah, that, that I have ruins it. No, it doesn't ruin it. It ruins it for you. <laughs> Type one. Are fun. Ruiners. No. We love to play all the time. We play all day, every day. <laughs> A -A. And we love, we are idea people. 
which I think is fun because I, I can give you, I give my family ideas of things that we all should do. Like, let's go to Great Wolf Lodge just for this weekend. It's like, okay, we're leaving tomorrow, tomorrow, like today or tomorrow. Yeah, let's just go. That sounds like a good idea, right? Cool. Do we have a reservation? Nope. Nope. Do we know how to get there? Nope. Nope. It's an adventure. And then Alana's like, yeah, let's go right now. And she just grabs all her clothes and stuffs it in a bag. <laughs> and then Brandon's like, wait a minute. Do I need two pairs of trunks or four or how many pairs of socks? Um, do I need extra pajamas? What if I wet my pajamas when I get in them and then we need an extra pair? Okay, so I'm going to pack for about five days, although many, we're only going overnight. Just to make sure. How many socks do I need? How many socks do I need? Should I wait by the door now? Yes, you should. And then James is like, no. Or, okay. It's that's Naked! Just, that's literally him. It's like, either he's absolutely against it or he's completely for it. And if he can play by himself, then he's really for it. Yeah. Because he likes to play by himself. He likes his friends, a.k.a. his brother and sister. He calls them his friends, which is cute. Um, but, you know, if he could play by himself, he is all about that. I mean, if I could play by myself. Well, that's your secondary four. Most fun. Which makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. But that's really great. So that has helped us with parenting, but... We still parent differently. So, yeah, that's a good thing. And it is a good thing now, now that I've figured that out and you figured that out because you used to want me to parent like you a parent. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. And then I wanted you to parent like I parent, but we both need to parent the way that we parent. So, you are more of a regimented parent. I just don't want them to punch each other in the face or argue for any silly reason because mm-hmm. it, it's annoying me me yeah. i don't care why it's, they're arguing it's, it's annoying, annoying me yeah it annoys you and i on the other hand i enjoy when they can figure out the dynamics between each other they need to create their own relationship so i let them fight i do i let them fight unless it's like it gets really too loud or too physical and i'm like okay this is ya basta enough is enough but I feel like I feel as as that type of mom, they need to be developing their relationship between each other or one another because there's three of them. Um, and I shouldn't interfere as much. So I'm not a helicopter parent. I'm just I'd step back until I really need to dive in there. And for the most part, because that's how our kids are, we, we don't need to dive in as much. But you dive in a lot. You like to dive there are certain things that I have to dive in for. What? When his voice gets several octaves too loud, like you, you're you're still talking to a seven year old little girl, like you need to cut that down. Yes. Like there's there there are ways you have to show him how, or I have to at least uh, that I, that he has to be a man, and there are certain things that you cannot do. Right. And this is where we differ because I don't see it as a, as a gender thing. I see it as a, a individual thing. So he, because he's a boy, 
and you're his dad, you want to do the manly things. But I, I also recognize the sensitivity in him and that him yelling. So you don't want him to yell at her because you are a man. You don't do that to a woman. I don't want her to do it to him either. Right. And that's part of her nature is to yell, which is a very interesting dynamic that we're dealing with. Like she doesn't yell. She that's how she is. So we're, we're trying to figure that out. But I recognize that he is sensitive or he is a a lower movement of a person. And I go to him and say, that's not really your nature to yell because it's not. It hasn't ever been. So him doing that, we know that either he's agitated or something's going on. So if he's actually yelling at anybody, then I go, okay, that's not like number one. Yes, your father doesn't want you to yell at your sister because you need to learn how to speak to ladies. And you start that with your sister, point blank, period. But I'm going to him like just just be be calm. You are a calm kid. That's just who you are. You're calm and you're quiet and you like to internalize and think. So you yelling and having that be your first reaction is not a natural reaction. And he and sometimes he doesn't know the volume of his voice. Because his sister is N- No, loud. it's a it's not even I mean not necessarily because she's loud. It's because he does not know the volume of his voice. My voice carries and I don't I do not know how loud I am sometimes. Yes. So it, there are times when you go, what did you say? And to me, it sounds like I'm speaking right now because I'm I'm actively um, trying to speak into a microphone. Yes. You know what I mean? So if you're in another room, I hear me extremely loud and it's, you know, what, yeah, whatever, chicken. But that's, <laughs> excuse me, that's loud to me. Okay. So if you... If you always sound loud to yourself, and I've had this conversation with other people, it it doesn't necessarily happen. Um, but the deeper your voice is, the louder you hear yourself. The higher your voice is, the you can change uh, volume easier. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense yes. of of how he, of how we hear. The bigger cochlea, no, I forgot the hair thing. The hairs in your ear they pick up low vibrations the easiest. So the deeper your voice is, the louder you can be. I mean, the quieter you can be and you still sound loud to yourself because your ear is picking up all those vibrations. So partly is is him just talking and he, he just doesn't realize how loud he is. Because I, I hear it. He's he's in there and he's reading a book. He's like, the willow on the tree. I'm like, Brandon, you're yelling. He's like, I, I know you don't know. I know you don't know. It's a thing... It's also a a hormone thing, too. It's a hormone thing. We're at that point. He's going to be 13. We're dealing with that as well. But anyway, you take it on the aspect of my sons. I have to teach them the things. Like Mufasa. You're the Mufasa. And I'm more of a... I'm just going to... I'm going to look at you as an individual. Like, I'm, you know, Alana needs to know the clinical things when it comes to being a woman, which I will take care of, but I'm not going to purposely push on her the whole idea of being lovely and, you know, elegant and you should always have long, flowy hair because that's feminine. Like, that, I'm purposely not going to do that. But that's mostly because, you know, I've read the book and the book really helped with that. 
and because I don't want to repeat history because that's what you know that's what I was told when I was little that's how that's how you are as a woman and that was okay for me now now that I've learned who I am and my natural energy um but I also wanted to play a lot and then sometimes it was like no you have to sit with your legs crossed and your cute dress and I'm like can I have a fun dress and go just do fun things like I just want to do no you have to do so that part I don't want to inflict onto my daughter especially now that I know that she is not about that life so I go out of my way to not regiment her in terms of the feminine or the female um, society, societal way of living a life. So she's going to learn about, you know, all the, I got to tell her about all the hormonal girl, girl things. Like, I don't, I don't but other than that, care. I'm like, I don't care if you wear a dress or you wear your pants or like, wear jeans. cut all your hair off or not or whatever. I don't care about all that, I, but I want you to understand that you are a a female who is bold, who's dynamic, who will talk loud <laughs> and not know that you're talking loudly because it's loud to others, quote unquote, but it's not loud to you. This is how you express yourself or you want to be physical. So she wants to get into something super physical. Like she keeps saying she wants to do gymnastics, which we have to get her in. Uh, or she wants to rock climb or she wants to do whatever um i i want to make sure that she understands that she doesn't have to tie a tie femininity to what she wants to accomplish in life like she wants to be driven be driven uh, which i love like for example oh. side note i don't even i don't even think i told you this in the book for type three girls they reference serena williams as a great example and i was like yes yeah. that's which, my daughter <laughs> what's crazy is i always i told you this right like, i always I always wanted a girl yes uh because i saw the state of certain of some women around me and i was just like if i could ever have the chance to try with one it would be great yeah and then I met you. I was like, "Oh, that's awesome! She's a lady like the, a lady I would marry, yes. like respect, et cetera, et cetera. Like that—that that is commanding a respect." And I see Alana doing the exact same things. I'm like, "Sweet, now nah, go go punch that kid in the face." Yes, <laughs> like you don't have to take their not their stuff, you know. Stuff like you—you mm-hmm. you can be incredible like you don't have to shrink yourself i mean you can be a whatever. leader okay. right sorry i just got excited because you were meant leader that's what a leader does yes <laughs> it's like whatever uh people that I'll, i'm gonna name drop here whatever people feel about beyonce like it's great oh my gosh you're but, obsessed with beyonce um she's done what a lot of women have wanted to do for a very long time same thing with rihanna like it, you don't have to apologize just go be unapologetically woman if if somebody can't uh so anybody if they can't accept you at your most womanly i don't know then so what like go go be amazing go be incredible so this is really that was a plug for Incredibles too. That was a plug, yeah. 
go, go see Incredibles 2 if you haven't yet. So this is a really um, kind of a great segue to finishing this out because now that you all have heard how we parent differently, um, it just all seems to still flow. It really does. So this is this is why I think it's kind of important for us to keep telling this story because we still work on it. We we work on our parenting game plan because even though we have different ways that we do it, there has to still be a game plan. There are certain things that we want our children to always do. They will always be respectful. They will always be um, a citizen of the world and care for others. They will always stand up for what's right. They will always be proud of how intelligent they are. They will always be proud of how black they are and know about their history as African-Americans. Um, and um, they will always um, be children of God. Like that's that's it, that's going to always happen. So that's our game plan together. But then we are able to kind of split that and make sure that the style that we use to parent these three kids creates that individual that we need to have them be when they leave our house at fingers crossed 18. Um, so that's, that's the best part of parenting. So if you are with your spouse and you all have found that you're just, you, you're struggling maybe a little bit in parenting, um, because you're trying to push each other to parent the way the other one does, just know that that doesn't work. Cut it out. Just stop. We're, we're almost 13 years in. Listen to us. Stop doing that. Let your spouse do the parenting style that works for you. You need to set your boundaries too. There's certain things that you will not to tolerate, obviously, but you can come to an agreement on those things and let them be who they are. You can't force them to parent like you parent. You're, they're not you. You're not them. Let them parent the way that they feel naturally inclined to do it. And then you do the same thing. And then you to come together and you decide what your what your pillars will be, what your values will be for your children. And then once you figure that out, everything else seems to just fall into place. So don't be dumb. Be a good smart, good, smart parent. Not a cool hip parent because no parent is cool or hip. I don't care what you say. Not even Jay-Z. Have you seen the pictures? You seen that picture with him? This is my favorite, my favorite gift when he has the big glasses. And he's at. Um, he's outside and he's listening yeah, to music. Yeah, he's at Obama's yeah. second inauguration. Oh yeah. <laughs> and he looks up, and he like nods his he nods his head. One of our one of our mutual friends um, put up that uh, that gift today, and I just hollered because that's the perfect example of how cool people are not cool anymore when they become parents. He had those. Gla the glasses. I just was like, oh, he's such a dad now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> let's, like, let's be honest. He was a holy dad. Like he's just. He, I can't even whatever you think it. Of the, the corniest dad thing. Jay Z was always that. Oh my gosh. And then when they we see Beyonce and Jay Z like when they are at the when they're performing together and they do those weird like <laughs> inside joke things, but it's funny because we all laugh at them because they're laughing at each other. That that's. That's a goofy parent. That's not a cool hip parent. Neither one of them are cool nor hip anymore. It's done. It's finished. The funniest thing has been the and this is the last thing we said. Okay. It's been the uh the recent pictures, I guess while they were in concert and they were in the nude together. It's all like Beyonce, whatever you think about Beyonce. And then you got dad by Daisy. <laughs> 
dad bods are in hey, right what's now. Up? I look like a Michelin man. We may have to talk about dad bods soon because they're in. I don't think they're going anywhere. They've never gone anywhere, really, if you think about it. It's, dad bods have survived many generations, and they will not be going away, no matter how much you will be cut up like a julienne salad. Dad bod is always attractive to people. You know, um, Rainbow One. No, puppy. not not Rainbow One, but two. <laughs> All right, that's it. Okay, yeah, that's it. All right, guys. So hopefully, um, this this episode was helpful in some way. And again, if you haven't gotten that book, this is not a, a sponsored anything. We just really, really believe in energy profiling. Now it's really helped our family. Carol Tuttle paid us. Carol, she did not pay us. Oh my gosh. Um, it's called The Child Whisperer. You can find it on Amazon. That's where I got mine. Um, by Carol Tuttle. So T-U-T-T-L-E. Um, she's pretty cool. She's also on Facebook. She does a lot of videos on Facebook. She's also hit. She's also <laughs> cool and hit. And she's a type three. So if you want to see what a type three parent of... She has four kids? She has a lot of kids. Um, uh, you can check her out. It's, you almost have four kids. I almost, I do almost have four kids. If you count the cat. Almost. Yeah. Um, so check out that book. Um, it's just, it's really, that's a great start for parenting. They have a podcast too. It's called The Jaw Whisperer. So you can go listen to that as well. But um, that's it. We just, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening this evening. And um, we will see you again. On the next episode, we discuss Fast and the Furious, ones through seven. <gasps> really? That's not funny. Like, <laughs> Yeah, stop recording. That's it. One through seven. <laughs> Eight oh is a travesty. Gosh. It should not be a part I of anything. I love Fast and the Furious franchise, you stop guys. recording. They don't want to hear this. Okay. Day, yeah. All right, guys. Hopefully, he's not kidding because that might be an hour episode. Just forewarning. All right, guys. We love you. We'll see you soon. Bye. Bye.